stand by for the RV Road and Camping Show premiere episode. It's America's favorite podcast, the RV Road and Camping Show on the Go Go Go. But the weather here is magnificent. It's a beautiful day. Time to hook up those trailers and start up those RVs and go, go, go. I want to welcome you to the RV Road and Camping Show. I'm Eddie Edwards, your host. I'm so glad you chose to tune in to our premiere podcast. Since this is the premiere episode, I'd like to ask for your indulgence over the next several minutes so I can share with you why I decided to develop a podcast for our viewers. However, before I do that, let me tell you what's slated for today's program. Coming up, I have several excerpts from a number of shows we've already recorded that you're not going to want to miss. These are real people sharing their personal dealership experiences in an effort to help you avoid the same mistakes. We also have park rangers representing the states of Pennsylvania and Maryland who tell me black bears are not really a big problem in their parks. We'll ask RV show promoters about big deals at RV shows. And by the way, there's this crazy misnomer out there that you can't negotiate prices at RV shows. Well, Ron Burge, better known as the RV attorney, says, really? Finally, David Durnell, the owner of RV Wholesalers, based out of Lakeview, Ohio, has had enough with dishonest CD RV dealers and exposes the dirty scams played on unsuspecting customers. That and more when the RV Road and Camping Show returns. Uh, I, I think that's just a bunch of malarkey. I mean, it's not like a, your car, like if you bought a Honda or a Nissan or a Ford, you can roll into a dealership, you know, you're within your warranty, and they're, they're going to take care of you. These ones here, every, pretty much everybody I've called whenever I was trying to get my trailer fixed, it was always told to me, uh, first thing was asked, did you buy it here? And as soon as I said no, I didn't buy it there, uh, I'm sorry, but we're booked. We're, we're not taking any new customers. And it was almost every place. It was just, wow, I just thought I just, you know, I thought I had a warranty on this thing. And it, there was no warranty, really. I mean, you had to fight tooth and nail to get it fixed. If your RV or trailer has been rejected for services from a dealer, regardless of the reason, the RV Road and Camping Show wants to hear from you. Together, we can reach out to the proper authorities and put a stop to selling RVs the industry isn't willing to stand behind. Send your personal story to the RV Road and Camping Show.com. Please include your phone number. The RV Road and Camping Show, where we not only want to inform, but help make your RV and camping experience a pleasant one. You're listening to the RV Road and Camping Show. Welcome back to the RV Road and Camping Show. I'm Eddie Edwards. It's time now for me to answer the question. Why did I want to produce and host this podcast? Well, 
The first and foremost reason is my love affair with RVing and camping. Another reason is like many of you RV owners, I've grown extremely tired of the excuses by some in the industry when it comes to having my RV serviced. Dealers can't wait to sell you a shiny new RV or trailer. But when it comes time for service and support, chances are they're nowhere to be found. And I want potential new RVers to beware of what they're buying into. I take my RV on as many trips as I can schedule every summer. And there are millions of people just like me loading up their RVs and trailers, heading out right now to their favorite camping destinations. Unfortunately, many of them won't be able to make or even reach their destination because of breakdowns. And trying to schedule a timely service appointment is almost impossible anymore. Everywhere I've traveled with my RV over the past several years, I've gotten an earful from fellow RVers describing what I can only call horror stories when attempting to schedule service. If they needed repairs at the start of the camping season, many had to simply write off the summer because they could not find a dealer to help them. I, too, was one of those frustrated and turned away countless times by dealers who simply said when I called, and I quote, sorry, we're booked for the next several months. Or, They would say something like this, we only service customers who bought directly from us. It's an upsetting thought to think that your summer is ruined because you could not find a dealer to service your RV. How tragic. On the brighter side, I'm told dealers and industry executives are working together to address these issues. You can bet I will be following their progress. Finally, another one of the reasons I decided to develop this podcast was to simply add another voice to communicate with fellow RVers. The more voices, the more likelihood of reaching you. My first RV was a Class C Jayco Greyhawk. I bought it not to camp, but rather as a way to transport my grandkids throughout the Northeast to AAU baseball and basketball tournaments. If any of you listening have kids in sports, then you know how hectic their travel schedules can be. One weekend, we're playing games in Cleveland, Ohio, and the next weekend, we're playing in Louisville, Kentucky. You may have a game starting at 8 in the morning and the second game at 7 p.m. So what do you do in between games? Well, rather than travel back some 20 miles or so to the hotel, we would just sit back and relax in the RV while waiting for the next game to begin. Eventually, we outgrew the Jayco, and I bought the unit I still own today, my 35-foot Fleetwood Bounder, and I love it. My Bounder's 12 years old now and is still in extremely good condition. The only exception, the furniture is slightly worn and needs replacing. Other than that, and a few minor things, I've been extremely happy with my Fleetwood Bounder. It's our place on the road where we have all the comforts of our home. Don't go away. When we return, I'll share some exciting and informative excerpts from upcoming episodes. It's time for a Spotlight on Campsites. This week's feature is Pima Tuning State Park 
a popular vacation destination, Pymatuning State Park is located on the Pennsylvania-Ohio state border. Pymatuning is well known for its superb outdoor activities for RVers and campers alike. The 17,000 plus acre lake offers a number of boat launching areas, seasonal docks, and some of the finest fishing in the area. Visitors will also find a large shady campground with a number of lakeside views. And if you like roughing it, you won't find a better place to do it. The family campground offers full hookups, clean restrooms and shower facilities, rental cabins that sleep two to four, a camping store, picnic pavilions, and a beach for those hot sunny days. You've got to see this place to believe it. Pymatuning is one of the most visited state parks on either side of the border. To contact the Ohio side of the lake and campground located in Andover, Ohio, call 440-261-4551. For the Jamestown, Pennsylvania side, call 724-932-3142 or visit the Pymatuning website. Hey, what are you waiting for? Start planning your next trip today for Pymatuning State Park, spelled P-Y-M-A-T-U-N-I-N-G. That's all for now for Spotlight on Campsites. By the way, the opinions discussed on these podcasts are of the host and those of our guests. We will always welcome reasonable and responsible rebuttals from those who feel a need to respond with their own version to a segment aired on the RV Road and Camping Show. Here now are a few very exciting excerpts from upcoming episodes. You're listening to the RV Road and Camping Show. First up is David Durnell, the owner of RV Wholesalers, based out of Lakeview, Ohio. When I saw his YouTube video, I could not believe what I was viewing. An owner warning us of widespread dealer scams that he refused to be a part of. The other one that really burns our uh, gate is this thing of uh, hidden, hidden fees. So, you know, you, you go, you buy an RV. Uh, you put a deposit down. Most deposits are non-refundable. Um, the reason they're non-refundable is they don't want people ordering trailers, and we don't want people ordering trailers. And then it's built, and you're like, oh, I didn't want that. You know, then the then dealers have to keep them, of course, put them in the inventory. But what they do is you you think, again, that you have a price, and this is a normal practice. The, the largest uh, chain of RV dealers, uh, everyone knows who I'm talking about. They do it all the time. You get there, and all of a sudden, they want you to pay for uh, PDI, pre-delivery inspection. Well, should I really have the trailer without a, uh, or motorhome without a pre-delivery inspection? No, but it's going to be several thousand dollars. Then they charge you for a walkthrough to show you. They charge you to show you how to use your RV. Can you imagine? Uh, a real big dealer in Florida was charging people a tire fee, telling them that by the time the unit got to Florida to their dealership, all the tires needed replaced, uh, over $3,000 fee. Problem was the tires weren't replaced. You know, so it's just, it's crazy stuff like that. Incredible. Yeah. So we tell people, look, get the price in writing and make them add to it that when you pick up, if your price changes even $1, you get your deposit back. But it's, it's the only way to hold them accountable. You know, it really is. And if they won't sign that, if they won't put that in writing, you need to run because they're going to get you when you get there. 
And, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that we try to tell people all the time is we vote with our dollars. If you stay at a dealership that does that, you're telling them it's okay. Literally. Yeah. And here's the other thing. If they'll rip you off before the deal, what kind of service do you think you're going to get after the deal? You aren't. They don't care about your business. Yeah. Very simply put, they, they don't care if you're mad when you leave and you just bought a new unit from them. They certainly aren't going to care in two months when you have an issue. Next is one of America's top RV law attorneys. Attorney Ron Burge told me recently that if a salesperson says you shouldn't attempt to negotiate RV prices because they're already at rock bottom, don't take the bait. That's just, that is just so much baloney. Uh, people need to understand the, the pricing structure of RVs, and I've seen the inside and the outside of it. And the bottom line of it is that the MSRP, uh, if you want to know what the dealer paid for it, you want to know what the factory built it for, it's really not that tif- difficult. They all have pretty much the prim- same pricing structure as long as the price of the RV doesn't go above half a million. Somewhere around the four hundred to $500,000 profit uh, margin for a dealer actually increases. But if it's below that, take the MSRP and let's suppose it's $150,000. You can figure the dealer bought that from the factory for probably somewhere around a hundred, give or take a little bit. You can figure the factory built it for about half of that, give or take a little bit. So when they say don't negotiate because it's already rock bottom, well, unless the dealer is selling it to you for about a third off of MSRP, I'd bet you that is not true. Heather Leach is in charge of putting on one of the largest RV shows in the country, the Hershey RV Show in the chocolate capital of the world, Hershey, Pennsylvania. She explains that every year, attendees can expect special show pricing. There are definitely show prices. They, uh, that is the, one of the great benefits of this is all the manufacturers are one in one spot. So, you know, the competition right down the street, you know, you know, literally. Um, so, so yes, I think there's definitely some great show pricing. And as far as, um, as far as the, uh, uh, the types of people coming to the show, I mean, it is such a wide variety. You obviously have people that are that are new to RVing coming, which is a great way for them to see everything that uh, there is to, to offer. But I'm always amazed at the people that we talk to that say, you know, I've been RVing, you know, for the last 20 years. And, and how many people say we come to the show every year just to see what is new? And sometimes they, you know, sometimes they're upgrading. You know, I, we have the people that say, well, we just bought here last year and we're already upgrading. Like we already decided we wanted the next size bigger or, you know, or, or something like that. Mark Kinsilla is the president and promoter of the Erie, Pennsylvania show, which is much smaller than the Hershey RV show, but well attended. He reminds me the dealers are there to move product. We have found that a lot of the manufacturers are actually, they have what they call show bucks, you know, dollars incentives that they can give to the uh, dealers that the dealers could use. So uh, you you will find that uh, most of the uh, 
dealers and and units on display are at a special show price and that's that kind of it goes with the uh the incentive to come to the event because i think the uh manufacturers and the dealers themselves also look for that spur of the moment opportunity uh and why not give somebody a deal when they're here i caught up with kevin at the hershey rv show he is in the market for a trailer that he can travel camping with he reminds people to do their homework before they buy an RV. I was not uh, expecting what I saw there, and I was not prepared, honestly. Um, I think if you're planning to go to one of those shows to purchase a trailer, you should know, uh, you should have done your you know, research and found out the, you know, the best brands, the most reliable brands, you know, exactly the floor layout you're looking for and uh, size of the trailer and, you know, get to the dealers that sell that brand of trailer and, you know, negotiate to buy then um, because and be there early, you know, if you're planning to buy, I would be there on the first day because truly, you know, as we started to walk around, a lot of the trailers are sold. Beth, a banking executive residing just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, agrees with Kevin, advising future buyers, especially those of you new to RVing, to shop around and don't believe everything you read or what a dealer says. I just would say to anybody, shop around. Uh, make sure you're asking the right questions. Make sure you're asking people that are there at the dealership, friends that you know, people that have already dealt with them. Don't believe the reviews because, as I know, they don't post the negative reviews. Um, I'm in uh, – I, I use a forum on Facebook, a Jayco forum, and – a lot of people have, you know, entered things in there. It's very helpful, you know, where if you have issues or problems, there's always people that have had maybe the same issues or problems and they can point you in the right direction. It's good to, to kind of find, you know, seek those out. We have some beautiful state parks around the nation, especially here in the tri-state area. And unlike private resorts, they're extremely affordable. In the state of Maryland, Deep Creek Lake Park is one of them. And by the way, don't be surprised if while camping you see a black bear wandering around. I'm not kidding. Here's assistant park manager Aaron Mills. Last year it was, uh, we were, there were folks, um, you know, we were getting a fair number of reports from the trails, um, our hiking trails of folks seeing uh, black bears. Um, this year we have had a couple uh, younger bears make their way through the campground already this season. Um, so, I feel like this year we've had like one, at least one report a week um, of a black bear going through the campground. So um, pretty good chance um, if you're if you're a hiker um, that you might run into one um, hiking the trails. Uh, we do have a healthy population here um, off the mountain right behind the park. At Pennsylvania's Pima Tuning State Park, Officer Dan Bickle says there's no need to worry about black bears around here at the second largest park in the state. Our bear population, we have transient bears who are here, and again, we ask visitors to take care of, don't leave things out at their campsite, but it's kind of a rarity to have one passing through um, and, and things like that. So it's, it's a pretty uh, overall very safe place to camp, um, you know, when dealing with wildlife. One of the biggest concerns is something that you, you hardly see until it's attached to you is ticks. 
you know, one, the incidence of Lyme disease is very high right now in Pennsylvania. So that's one thing we always warn visitors about is ticks that carry Lyme disease, you know, taking some precautions, wearing light-colored clothes, make sure you're using uh, bug spray. Uh, if you've been in the brush or woods hiking around, you should do a tick check, uh, you know, so that you, you don't get uh, one attached. That that little bug can actually cause more harm than, of course, any of our native or any of our wildlife here in the park. Did uh, Officer Bickle say there's no need to worry about black bears, but rather ticks? He did? I thought so. I'm sure if you follow his advice, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Do you own an RV? Are you frustrated with dealers and manufacturers who, when it's time for repairs, turn their backs on you and perhaps won't even return your calls? Well, fret no more, because the RV Road and Camping Show wants to hear from you. Send your story to thervroadandcampingshow.com and don't forget to include a contact number. Now, back to Eddie. You're listening to the RV Road and Camping Show, Eddie Edwards. Can you believe it? We're done for now. You've just heard a sample of what's coming your way by way of the RV Road and Camping Show. Real talk and honest opinions. You can't afford to miss an episode of the RV Road and Camping Show podcast, debuting soon. We'll use this podcast as a platform to reach out to the experts to find out what's going on in the industry. Remember, we're here to promote RVing first and foremost. We'll also be spotlighting some of the country's very beautiful state parks and resorts for RV camping. Enough of the finger pointing. Let's work together with the industry to fix what's wrong in an effort to better support and service RV owners. Opinions shared on the RV Road and Camping Show podcast are solely of the host and his guests. Opposing viewpoints are always invited and will be given the utmost consideration for airing. Send them with your name, a return address, and phone number to eddie at the RV Road and Camping Show.com or send to P.O. Box 1955, Cranberry, Pennsylvania, 16066. Didn't we have some interesting guests, huh? What a show. I do hope you enjoyed this special premiere episode and plan to tune in again for another exciting and informative edition of the RV Road and Camping Show podcast. New episodes will be available monthly. And by the way, pass the word that the RV Road and Camping Show podcast is now on the air. It's time for you, my friends to hook up those trailers and start up those RVs and go, go, go camping. <laughs>